Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, United States of America. And all- Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Of course. Good morning to the world. How is everybody doing? We have a great show for you today. But before we get started, we pass it on to the geniuses in the studio. Buenos dias, mi hermanos. Como están? How's my arma peeps doing? Well, we haven't found any yet, so we'll let you know when we find them. <laughs> Come on, you got to get another phrase, my brother. You got to get another phrase. We accept who you are, sir. Los genios de KPFT. Anyway, what's up? Oh, uh, you're too nice. You're too nice. So, well, it's uh, very pleasant outside, quite cool, enjoying the cooler weather. And um, that's about it, really. Uh, we're we're still in fun drive. We are going to be so happy when fun drive is over with because yes. this is just a drag to have to do. You know what? Sometimes I used to sit there and I used to cheer you on when you were in fun drive. I'm well, the type of person that goes, when I hear the totals are going good, I'm standing up and going good for KPFT. Well, we are too when the totals are good, but the totals are not good just yet. <laughs> So anyway, uh, we have something exciting coming up on Friday. We have the, of course, the Friday request show, which Jack is uh, going to help me out with. Yeah. And also, Ronnie and Tom from R&R will be broadcasting live from the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Stuart has uh, picked up the tin cans and string. He'll be stringing it along, and uh, we should have a good show from them on Friday, one until three. We've got, uh, I'll be doing the board op back here, and Stuart will be doing the board operating up there. And I think right now he's right around, uh, let's see, I think he's right around Conroe with uh, stringing the tin cans. All right. I love so that, man. We're using, we're using extra heavy duty string this time around. So we'll see yeah. what happens. We need those strings, man. We need those strings. We need those strings. Does Jack have we something do. great for us today? Yeah, I was I was a little down, but uh, you know, I had to come up with something, so I took a few uh, affirmations and strung them together. Mm-hmm. The, the last of it is from Miles Davis. The last two two sentences are from Miles Davis. Okay, your dream doesn't come with an expiration date. Take a deep breath. Try again. Do not fear mistakes. There are none. Uh, let me tell you something. Whether that is from Miles Davis or whether it's from you, the listeners on the other end of this cable, of this airwaves, whatever, that is such an important thought. So I'm going to say one thing to you, my brother. That is how I have learned to live my life, uh, because that is so true. You're, you can't fear making mistakes. Uh, just learn to atone from your mistakes and learn that, you know, we're all fallible. And if we know we're all fallible, we can all move forward. Thank you for that. Those words, my brother. Anyhow, today, title of the show is GOP attempt at hostage taking again. A chat, devil's chat. You know, I was I, I was on a Wisconsin radio station and I did a piece out there. We probably aren't going to get to that one. So folks, go to politicsonright.com slash newsletter to check out that 15-minute uh, chat session I had with those guys in M- Madison, Wisconsin, on the AM and FM stations. And, of course, today is Thursday. Today is where Aquino comes in. Neil Aquino comes in, and we talk some uh, local politics, sometimes some national politics, and also some international politics. But anyway, Speaker Mike Johnson and the GOP use the IRS for the rich as a bargaining chip. We discuss Texas, Wisconsin, and new speaker on the Devil's Advocate radio program. And Aquino will discuss Whitmire's surrogates. So, Neil Aquino, I thank you so kindly for getting up in the morning again and spending some time with us. How are you doing this morning, sir? 
Good morning. Good morning, everyone across the world. Thank you again for, for having me. It's good to get up at any hour of the day. And um, we're ready to talk some uh, some local politics in any any direction that the callers want to want to take it. The mayor's race or not early voting ends tomorrow in Houston City elections and Election Day is Tuesday. Don't forget that, folks. Election Day is Tuesday. Well, you know, the real the real race everybody's talking about is Houston. I mean, is that Whitmer versus Sheila Jackson Lee? That's John Whitmer versus Sheila Jackson Lee. And while they claim these races are not partisan, we actually uh, understand that in this race, there is a um, that Whitmer has the Republican pedigree in this uh, progressive city. And while I've been very concerned that there is a whole lot of misinformation going out there and as a responsible host of any program, I think it is imperative that we don't allow Trumpian type behavior that really had this country move in the wrong direction. In our case, the potential to move Houston in the wrong direction. I think if we're going to move Houston in the wrong directions, people should do so with eyes wide open. And that's why we've had uh, people like yourself and Daniel Cohen of the Indivisible Houston and others uh, speak up about, uh, you know, about facts that are checkable that are verifiable and not just the type of commercials you see. So what have you found out that these um, uh, Whitmer surrogates have been doing lately, my brother? Great. And I've been writing about this on the Houston Democracy Project. That's my effort, the Houston Democracy Project. Google it, it'll come up, neilaquino.com, and there's a daily blog on the Houston Democracy Project and also a list of council recommendations um, and for, for the election. By so the way, I, I gave I gave a whole lot of folks who called and knew nothing about the election. I passed them on to your website and I said, look, uh, if you're going to make a decision, you should make a research decision. Neil didn't only give you one or two choices. In some elections, he said, this is what I know about this person and that person. That's your choice, of mm -hmm. course. But you need to know this. I really love the way you put that together. I appreciate that. And, and what what what's good in our cynical age, you know, I've, I've been able to talk to a number of the candidates and there are there are there are multiple races, the at large races, of which there are five, where there are two or even three candidates you could vote for in good conscience. And that's on the Houston Democracy Project uh, blog at neilaquino.com. Uh, if you Google Houston Democracy Project, you'll get it. Um, and I appreciate uh, reading and sharing and supporting the project. Uh, one thing I've written about this week is John Whitmire's surrogate. So we keep seeing commercials where he says, "Oh, I was robbed in the driveway," and "Oh, I'm a, I'm 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 this and that." But his surrogates are nasty as could be, and uh, it's it's hard to envision someone nastier than law enforcement uh, unions, uh, of which of which of which are very strong for Whitmire and are taking shots at Sheila uh, in ways that sure are sure are nasty. But the Texas Realtors Pack has a, a, a digital ad and a mailer. Maybe you've gotten the mailer. I've gotten it. That talks about Whitmire will put Houston first. So where have we heard someone who will put America uh, first? <laughs> He'll put Houston. What does that even what what does that even matter? It doesn't, I don't know it doesn't, what it means. I don't know which mayor doesn't put Houston first. They may not I be don't good know, mayors, right. but they sure put Houston first. They sure put Houston first is is and all of these things are directed at Sheila Jackson Lee. There's no no one has a concept that it's going to be anything other than Sheila Jackson Lee and John Whitmire in the runoff, which is December 9th. The runoff is December 9th this year. Um, so it says we'll put Houston first. But then it gets worse. It says John Whitmire is one of us. Um, and who are us? Who are us? It says one of us. And then there's a series of pictures where it says John Whitmire is one of us, and you get a sense of who us isn't um, when you when when you look at these pictures, and it's it's ugly as could be in the most diverse city in America, and Whitmire has the chance to repudiate that, say no, no, there's no us, there's no distinction, uh, we're all in it together, and this is consistent with his law enforcement union uh, support. There's something called the Protect and Serve Pack. Which has been taken, and, and 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 there's a Houston Chronicle story from a few months ago that talks about a number of, of Republican donors for Whitmire are also donating donating to this Protect and Serve pack. 
And so some of the local law enforcement unions have been nasty on their own to to Sheila, but they're also using this pact to say some of the things um, you know, that they really want to say. Uh, so it's 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 disturbing stuff. It's it's part of a pattern of 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 division in our great diverse city. And John Whitmire keeps saying he's a Democrat, but I don't know how any of that matches uh, values of the Democratic Party. So so at least as we're told, you know, I, I find it I, I find it amazing to uh, Neil, and that's why yesterday. Um, we did. I I did a little piece uh, yesterday, and I I hadn't intended uh, to play it, but now that you brought that up, I'm trying to go ahead and make sure that I can get uh, some audio on, on on that one because you're you're absolutely right. Because as it turns out, um, I, I tell you what, when you have Michael Berry supporting you, and let me go ahead. And, right. and and play this little three minute clip here, and then I, I I have to get into a slight bit of pitching, and then and and then we'll move on. But let me go ahead and let folks hear this because it'll, it'll show you where they want to take the race. Yeah. Shot Jack Michael Berry right here in Houston has a word for his Republican peers. There's gonna be a Democrat mayor, he says. So you get as mad as you want because you're going to decide whether it's Sheila Jackson Lee or John Whitmire, the racist shock jock. He's at it again. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Blacks vote for Sheila. Whites vote for Whitmire. Both Democrats. He's a, he is considered a conservative Democrat. And I know some of you, I ain't no Democrat. There's going to be a Democrat mayor. Just go ahead and get comfortable with that. Always has been. There's going to be a Democrat mayor. So you get as mad as you want because you're going to decide whether it's going to be Sheila Jackson Lee or John Whitmire. Um, Whitmire has been the uh, dean of the Senate for a very long time, and he's the criminal justice guy. Not saying he's perfect. He's going to say a lot of things you don't like. He's a labor guy. Uh, He's going to talk about the gays. He's going to talk about you name it. But he can win. He's the only one that can win. But I know that Democrats got mad at him a few years ago when they were demanding that there be more air conditioning in the state prison system because the inmates had filed a lawsuit that they needed to be cooled off. And he said, if you want air conditioning, don't commit crime. That's the best you're going to get out of a Democrat. Look, Barry has a long, long, long history of doing this kind of thing. And to think that we have a candidate for mayor who is supported by this guy, a Democrat, a very conservative Democrat, as well as being supported by many of his ilk, should really give everyone pause. Should give you pause. Because again, you know, any these right wing MAGA folks. If they're supporting you, they're waiting to extract something out of you. And believe me, if they're with you, they're likely to get it. Just look at how the country is being run on the right side with no everybody walking lock step, lock step. Again, buyer beware. This is educational. This is educational. In other words, my brother. If uh, if if you are if you are in a city where the mainstream media, the print media, have disregarded certain issues, what options do you have? Many people make decisions based on not having valid information. Our responsibility, our charter. Every every single activist's charter is to go out there and say, look, I understand how framing is done. Here is just the unadulterated truth. And here is, in fact, the evidence. Your thoughts, Neil? I, I want to point out, you know, that Michael Berry himself was on Houston City Council. And this is one of the reasons it's it. And I'm, I'm looking 
I'm looking at uh, some information. He was, I remember him being on council and it was 2002 to 2008. He was an at-large councilman and he was police union councilman of the year, one of those years. And this really speaks about voting and talking to your friends about voting um, because even 15 years ago, this guy wasn't representative of our city. So we have a city council electorate that's disproportionately to the right. The Chronicle, I believe, had written that the average age is 60, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a spring chicken when I go to vote <laughs> at 56, right? And um, it, it, this is exactly the point um, that we we that even when we vote, we don't know what we're uh, voting for. We have a councilman, uh, Mike Knox, on council, a Republican who's leaving, who's testified in front of Paul Bettencourt's committees about um, people getting food and drink in the in the voter line, right? One of those guys, and he's a Republican candidate for county sheriff um, in twenty twenty. And if we had been more informed and not had this guy to begin with, um, maybe he would have gone away. And so, if we've been more informed fifteen years ago, when probably plenty of Democrats and folks were just just voting and they'd heard the name. Michael Berry, maybe he would have gone away if he you hadn't know, had that platform. That and and, and again, you, you said it. And you know, we, we hear um, Howard talk about this all the time. You got to go out there and vote. You got to go out there and vote, and you have to go go ahead and make an educated vote. But let me pause for a while because we have to raise some cash and politics done right on KPFT. We're behind in fundraising. So folks, as you can see, we bring you a program in as much as we're in fund drive, I try to split it by giving as much program comment, but we have to raise the, you know, we got to keep the 100,000 watt transmitter active. So I ask you kindly to please give us a call at 713-526-5738. Again, I need to put that on the screen as well. The telephone number, for some reason, I forgot to do that. It is 713-526-5738. Please hit extension one to contribute to the program. I will, when I see your name, if you tell me you just want your first name used, I'll do so. If you tell me you want your entire name used, I'll do so. Uh, But I want to thank you on air, 713 526-5738. Look, we put a whole lot of effort, work into making sure that we bring you an adulterated, truthful information, not just what you see on ads. In in the case of the mayoral election, there's a whole lot that uh, people make their minds up simply by looking at the ads and who promote those ads. The, The candidates put out those ads. Who should be uh, going deeper into the into the subject activists and, and 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 if you have the time to look it up as well but the problem is so many people don't have the time right now so they depend on they depend on sources they trust on sources they trust to give them the information that they can then go out there and make an educated choice. That's what we try to do here. Uh, this is a progressive city. This is a city that 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 believes in moving forward. This is a multicultural, multifaceted city. And, and, and we, don't, we don't want that change. None of you that are listening uh, in good faith want that change. You don't want the city controlled by the big boys, the big boys who are going to decide the things. You want the city that people listen to. You want to, that, that, that are listened to. People are listened to. That's what you want. Now, as a host, I can't go out there and tell you how to vote, but I can tell you things about these candidates. Neil uh, Aquino can tell you things about the candidate. And, and we do our research to do this. We also talk about whether it's be economic policy, social policy, uh, democracy policies, uh, social justice, criminal justice. We do all of that on this program because we know so many people don't have the time, the wherewithal to do so. And to do that, we require your support. So I ask you kindly, once again, give us a call at 713-526-573. Consider being a sustainer. Consider saying, you know, I get up in the mornings every few weeks, every few days a week, every few days a month. And I say, let me go ahead and listen to KPFT. Let me listen to Politics and Right. And I know I am going to get true fact-based information there, whether I agree with it or not. Whether I agree with it or not. Notice I said that. Whether you agree with it or not. 
But you know, we're coming from a position of truth. And, uh, and I can go ahead and give that program or, or give KPFT in the name of that program. That money doesn't go to the program, goes to KPFT. I can go ahead and give a coffee a month, five bucks a month. I can do that. I can do 10 bucks a month, two coffees a month, three coffees a month. Hey, I would like people to see that I contribute. I'll give 25 bucks a month. That's a four by four brick that's lined in our sidewalk. Or I can give an eight by eight brick, $50 a month, because, you know, life has been good to me and I want to make sure others pass it along. Good morning, Alistair Waters. Thank you so kindly for coming down, uh, for visiting with us this morning. So, yes. Yes, I can support. I want one of the Politics Done Right t-shirts. That's a $100 contribution. Let me go ahead and call 713-526-5738, extension number one. I can be of value to KPFT to ensure that they are of value to others. You could do that. You could say, you know what? I want to keep public. I want to keep community radio viable. 713-526-573. Let me see if the control room has anything to add to this. Control room, or do you have anything to add to that? Oh, we're sound asleep over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're actually not. I was just sitting here looking at this uh, poster, the fun drive and our Houston Center for Independent Living and our uh, parka donation. Every $1,000 that we raise... Well, we're going to buy a parka and give it to someone over there at the Houston Center for Independent Living. So that's uh, not only are you helping KPFT, you are helping the community. You are preserving their health during these cold times. And you're preserving our health here with your donation. 713-526-5738. Don't let this valuable resource, this valuable community resource, which not only do we support you, we support the community too. And some of these folks during our last fun drive, the summer sizzle, we donated backpacks to uh, the kids. So the underprivileged kids who may not have had enough money to buy their own backpack. School supplies were in that backpack. I was there with a, with a video camera, of course. Mm. So please, when you support KPFT, Realize that not only are you supporting us, you are supporting other community uh, uh, entities. So, Jack, what you got? Well, uh, we got up. all kinds of uh, gifts. You know, we got the Politics Done Right t-shirt. Yay! You know, yay. Uh, we got uh, the uh, the fall pumpkin head t-shirt still, even though Halloween is past, but we still love pumpkins today. Uh, we got, there's just all kinds of concerts, uh, band of heathens, November 16th, two pair of general admission seats for a $120 pledge. Uh, Mark Broussard, December 10th. And this is at Heights theater. Uh, two pairs of uh, general admission tickets for a $120 pledge. So we got the swag. We got everything you need to donate. 713-526-5738. Extension 1 to donate. Extension 2 to get on the air. Please donate. Actually, we do we do need your contributions, folks. Uh, as you know, Politics and Right is currently behind on its uh, on it, on bringing in what it needs to bring in. I told you guys I needed five thousand dollars for the uh, for the duration of this uh, program or, or this fund drive. We're not there yet, so I ask you so kind. Do we have angel investors that are will, willing to become the angels of KPFT through politics and right? I mean, I, I I'd love to see. I know some of you are you know you are of good means. Don't 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 fear giving a thousand dollars. I told folks. Uh, anybody who gives a thousand dollars, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm. We're gonna go have some coffee. I'm gonna give you a copy of each of my books, a T-shirt, everything. We're gonna give you the full Monty, man. The full politics done right, Monty, including this politics done right bumper sticker that I'm sure for those of you watching on the screens that I that I that I have here. I'll even throw that in because we need your support. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Hit extension number one. 
to talk. Um, Neil, you continue to do. Oh, beforehand, I want to say uh, Alistair Waters has a message for Jack. She says, thanks for the good word this morning, Jack. And she also says, praying you're not down too long, brother. Well, you know, when Jack is in this studio, I am. I, I know one thing. Jack is so loved around here that if even if he's going through a little time, that he knows we've got his back. Uh, we got Bard on the line. Come on in, Bard. How are you doing this morning, sir? Hey, good morning. I just wanted to thank you for having Michael Berry on this morning. It's good to finally hear some honest voices on the radio. On this <laughs> Bard? Uh, I mean, he's, oh, we're laughing. He's speaking, uh, Bard. Speaking the truth. Um, <laughs> Blacks are going to vote for Sheila Jackson Lee for no other reason than she's black. Uh-huh. So, I mean, is, is that not true? No. Bard, let me let me tell you one thing that I like to do, Bard. I, I really like to do this. And, you know, a lot of people, when when you make comments like that, they get upset. I, I use it as a, a as a time that we can all learn together. Right. And I think I think you made a mention to something like that before given the impression that blacks vote for blacks, you know, and that's just how it works. And if you throw a black candidate in there, that somehow that black candidate automatically wins. Let me tell you, one of the one of the groups of voters that by that purposefully and must by they have to not do that. They have to vote for the person that's running for them that they think they can get the best out of their historical reasons for that. And it's not a color-based decision as you would want it to believe. And I tell you one other thing, Brother Bard, and this I, I, I say this with respect. A lot of people that make comments like that are doing what I call projection, which means, and I think Whitmire is depending on, on that. In other words, if you notice what Barry did is Barry came out and he says, black people voting for Sheila. Sheila is black. White people voting for uh, Whitmire. Whitmire is black. And, and right there putting in that divide, that false divide, right? That's not it at all. That is not it at all. Anybody, a, a black person voting for Whitmire is, uh, uh, rather, the reason a black person wouldn't vote for Whitmire is Whitmire's relationship with the lower echelons of of uh, of law enforcement. That's the reason why they are scared to death that we get somebody who gives officers carte blanche on black bodies. I am an I I would like to believe I'm an educated black man. I'd like to believe I'm a smart black man. Actually I'm black, Latino and Caribbean, all of that in one body. All right. But you know what, Bard? I am scared to death of cops. And notice I didn't say I'm scared to death of white cops or black cops. I'm scared to death of cops. Like when my white brother Bruce was in the car with me driving and some an, an event occurred he understood where i was coming from so bard it has nothing to do with race uh, you're voting for sheila because she's black when it comes to black people my question to you my brother bard are you voting for whitmar because he's white no okay well i'm, I'm glad to hear that though but do you respect what i just said bart uh, on yeah, well, with respect to what you said, if you are not doing anything wrong, then you have nothing to worry about, Egberto. Okay, but, but Bart, that's not true. You know, you Bart? And on the wheel, put Bart? 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 Bart, I've always fly, done fly. that. Bart, I've always done that. Philip, Philip Castile did that as well. The, the, the office, I mean, it's, it's not an answer, my brother. I mean, and, and, and I like I, what I want to tell you is have a sit down and have coffee with a black friend. In fact, I will have coffee with you if you if you are so inclined that we can talk these issues out where I don't have to spend all the time on the phone to do so. But your initial comment was funny about uh, having Mike Berry on the show. I want let me just bring Neil in. I don't want Neil to be just sitting there. Neil, say something that will go to Shane. Go ahead. Well, uh, thank you for calling in, Vard. Thank you for calling yeah. in. Go ahead, Neil. Thank, 
Thank you to the caller. And let me, you know, those those kind of comments, uh, white folks are going to do this, black folks are going to do that. Th- that that denies folks um, agency. Um, that denies folks their autonomy, their individuality. And um, it's, it's, it's a way to characterize black folks as uh, not thinking. Um, there's, right. there's do this because of the color of the skin, like it came from some some mystical force, and those those comments are are, are unfortunate um, because po- folks folks do have minds, and it's it, it's it's important it's important not to fall into these notions that folks are going to do something on skin color. It denies individuality, it denies agency. There's a full range of opinion, um, and and the fact that in 2023, um, where we're debating that someone's going to do something immutably because of their skin color is. Um, it's 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 unfortunate. It's but, but you know, Neil, uh, additional. I'm coming to you, Shane. Additionally, it's provably false. It's provably false. Right. I mean, Gene Green proves that it's false, and I can tell you, I, I, I can tell you when 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 uh, when uh, the first time that our mayor, God, I can't, I'm getting old, uh, Sylvester right. Turner, the first time he ran against Lanier, Lanier got a whole lot of black vote. You know, right. uh, it, it actually denied the denied. Uh, the, so, I mean, we can take a look at reality here in Houston, reality across the country. We can see that Gene Green owned his district, even though he lives in a minority district for the longest time. Gene Green, a white brother. So, no, those things are not true. And that's why I tell Bart, be careful, be careful, because you may be looking in the mirror and why i would like to sit down and have coffee with you is we'll discuss these issues if we started to discuss issues in this fashion we would get rid of a whole lot of stuff but the problem is everybody wants to be at each other's throat you black you white you're doing this no 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 yeah i've 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 proven personally that doesn't have to be due come on in shane come comments and bury folks please give us a call to 713-526-573 hit extension one i need your I need your contributions to keep this program on air, my brothers and sisters. Come on in, Shane. Oops. I guess you'll be in in a second. As uh, soon as uh, the, 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 the control room gets a chance to push that button, you're on now, Shane. Come on in. Okay. So my comment is whether you are black or whether you are white, whether you are purple, green, whatever, if you are about what's right and what's loving and what's kind and what the people need, I'm going to vote for you. Thank you. It is not for, it's, it's, it's not for me. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm of color. So if a person of color is going to do what's right by color, by white vote, I'm going to vote for you. If a person of another color, I'm going to vote for you. It's all about what you can do for the people, like, and just all out of love and understanding. That's why I'm on for it. You know, and I, I, you know, thank you for saying that, Shane. Shane, are you black or white? I'm black. The reason I ask that, okay. A woman, my name is Shay. Oh, Shay, I'm sorry, Shay, Shay. Um, I, I, the reason I asked that, I'm sorry to ask that, right? But it's because of Bart, Bart calling in. And I wanted to make sure that, in fact, it was a, a black person p- pointing that out to Shay that, no, you are voting the best person for the job that's going to serve the needs that you and your family has. Correct? Yeah, correct. And that will be for other family because we have friends of other, you know, descendants and all that. So I would love for them to have a uh, a better chance to vote too and vote for whatever race they want to vote for, no matter what characteristic or what color they have. I want it to be for the people. Thank you so kindly, Shay. And, you know, I, I love callers like that, that, that come out there and dispel the fallacies. Thank you so kindly for calling in, Shay. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go ahead and go to Alistair, my sister. Come on in, Alistair. How you doing, girl? Well, they're going to put you on in one second, my sister, Alistair. Ten, nine, eight, seven. By the way, while I, while I wait for Alistair, folks, 713-526-5738. We need your contributions. I'm still at zero, my brothers and sisters. Please, we are a necessary program. Come on in. Let's go ahead. Come on in, Alistair. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing fine. Talk to me. Um, 
I just, I want to reiterate, I want to, you know, confirm like what Shay just got done saying. People vote according to their interest. And if you happen to be of color, uh, of a different race, then, then a candidate, that doesn't matter if that candidate is going to represent them and their interests and their families and their community, then that's how you vote. That's, I mean, they don't teach civics in school much anymore, but seriously, that's what you're taught to do because that's the right way to do it. So I just wanted to, yeah. Thank you. Look, you know, thank you for your words, Alistair. I mean, we need, we need voters calling in who, who, who says the right thing now I'm, I'm sorry for asking this are you black or white i am white or otherwise okay good now, here's the reason i'm saying this people female and mm-hmm. i don't vote just female candidates in right you know? it's like uh, yeah <laughs> Okay, I, I just the, I, the, I, I, the reason I did that is I just wanted to let the audience see. No, we have we have good thinking people that go out there and they tell you straight up. I vote what's best interest for my family. Thank you so kindly for calling in, Alistair. You have a wonderful day, Neil. You want to add something to that before I jump to Donald? Right. People have minds and individuality, and 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 someone like Mike Berry seeks to strip that from people by saying it's just because of because of race but so it's it's good to have that reminder and it's good also just to well, might not listen to mike Barry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you let's go to donald line three come on in donald good morning Alberto. buenos dias donaldo Ameri- talk to me americans voting for americans with needs that suit their needs is all it is you vote thank- your heart thank you but, Thank you. But the one question I was going to ask is, you said Sheila, and then you said Whitmire. I've always wondered, isn't it Sheila Jackson Lee and John Whitmire? How come when somebody mentions it, it's Sheila and then Whitmire? So that's it. Okay, I, that uh, I thank you, Donald, for your call. I, for me, that is familiarity. I am guilty of that too. I don't say Representative Jackson Lee or or State Rep uh, Whitmer. Sheila is usually very discernible over Jackson Lee, and Whitmer is more discernible over John. That is my that is my thought. John is very. When you say John, don't, nobody know who you're talking about. Talk about Whitmer, they know. You say Jackson, nobody knows. John, but says Sheila. Kind of people have a feeling. And that's my thing. I don't know if everybody feels that way, but that's just my thing. What's your thoughts uh, on that? Um, um Hillary, Bernie. Um, sometimes politicians become known by their first name. I, I do think the question, the caller's question is good. I, I actually have wondered if we are more inclined to call women politicians by their first names um, and where that comes from. Does it come from how they market themselves or, 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 or their consultants? I have, I have wondered about that. Um, we didn't call Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth. We called Hillary Clinton Hillary. Bernie, it is, it is, it is actually an interesting question. I have wondered if it gets to. Well, we we call it Bernie, Bernie, right? Positions. What's that? When, whenever we're talking about Bernie Sanders, we usually refer to him as Bernie. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I mean, I, 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 I don't want to overthink that unless a, a politician tells me I'm being disrespectful or, right. or what rather to them. I don't want to overthink certain things. One of the things progressives have a tendency to do is we micromanage sensibilities completely and all of that. And I get it. But I, I also want to have the free. You remember what Jack said in the beginning, which Alistair Waters uh, made a point up. I want to be able to. If I make a mistake, I want to be able to atone for it. But I don't want to live in a prison of I can't operate so and that's what i'm saying that that's why i treat people the way i treat people i am i'm fallible you're fallible we're all fallible thank you so kindly anita for your contributions and anita is our sustaining as joined up as a sustaining member thank you so kindly it is folks like it's you that makes us possible come on in john line number two just like to say that if it was like Michael Berry said, then Barack Obama would have never been elected. You you know something, uh, John? 
You're absolutely right. And, and I tell you something that I said to people, I thought Barack Obama was elected before his time. But what, what he proved is exactly what we spoke about, Neil and I, a few minutes ago. And that is when people realize you are voting their interests and they have faith that you are voting their interests, it even supersedes many times their own prejudices. We all have prejudices. The thing about it is how do we supersede our prejudices? How we how do we learn to alleviate our prejudices? I like to tell people when I came to the United States, I had my own prejudices based on my cultural upbringings. I disassociated themselves from them until I got rid of them. And it takes time. I just have to say that. So thank you for those comments, John. Anything else you want to say before we move on? Well, also, uh, Gilbert Garcia would be elected mayor. I spoke to Gilbert. I like Gilbert as well. Um, I spoke to Gilbert. I'm not trying to badmouth him. I'm just saying that Hispanics outnumber whites and blacks. Right. And if everybody voted for Gilbert Garcia, then if all Hispanics voted for Gilbert Garcia, he'd be mayor. You know, that's a very that's a very smart comment. Right. But again, it kind of tells something that we spoke about earlier. Gene Green, for the longest time, owned his district, a minority district. He's a good guy. Uh, He was a good moderate Democrat that I remember. The first time speaking to him at length in, uh, I think it was um, the Democratic Convention, either in North Carolina or the other one uh, in Philadelphia. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, But yeah, you know, it it just busts up what Bard has to say. Right. Uh, I I really think we need to be careful that we're not projecting in these on these topics. John, thank you so kindly for calling my brother. Yeah, go ahead, Neil. Let me also say, you know, that we practice some of this on our own side, that there is um, you, you sure get the sense that some of the consultants advising some of the at large city council candidates say, stay in your racial lane. Uh, and it's really depressing. And we have black brown fights um, in Houston on the Democratic side. So it's 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 on our side, too. And um, and we and we need council candidates and who who will appeal to the whole city. And we, we have sometimes very narrow strategies that seem race based and aren't reality based because everyone has the capacity to win the vote of, of everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that is important to note and uh, very important to note. Again, thank you very much, Anita, for your contribution. Folks, we need a lot more. Please give us a call at 713-526-5738. Hit extension one to come on in and donate. Hit extension two to be on air. We need both of you. We need you on air and we need you to donate. Uh, You can also donate at kpft.org, kpft.org. Let me ask before I go on to Harry. Hey, uh, are we going to have Sandy this morning as well? Uh, uh, Howard, just want to make sure. Well, I've got the Zoom link up for him. I'm just waiting for him to respond. Uh, tell 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 him you can call in at, at will at, at at any time, please. Okay, uh, super. Great, uh, Harry, come on in, my dear brother. Come on in, Harry. How you doing? I'm doing good, uh, Egberto. Um, well, dears to you. Well, dears to Howard. Well, dears to uh, Jack Van Dever, and well, dears to Neil Aquino. Now, my point is, is black people make intelligent votes. I'm going to lay out a list of people. Alan Keyes, Al Sharpton, um, Herman Cain, and um, the man who ran uh, in the 2017 primaries. Will somebody attack me, please? You remember him? (laughs) Yes, yes. Black people make intelligent decisions. They don't just vote for people because they're black. They vote for them because they feel that they will serve them best. As you, uh, um, Egberto and Neil Quill pointed out, they make intelligent decisions when they, I want to say that most black people try to make informative, intelligent decisions. They don't just vote for them because they're black. And, um, I would, uh, uh, white people as well make intelligent decisions. They don't vote, vote for, uh, most white people don't vote for somebody just because they're white. Harry, let me, let me interrupt you there. Harry, I I want to interrupt you there to say one thing because you said something. 
informed decisions. And that's the reason we do what we do here, right? Because I cannot blame, you know, people want, people attack the Trump voter, right? They really attack the Trump voter. How could the Trump voter possibly do that? I can't believe, and, and they, they, they hate on these people. I love on them. And let me yeah. tell you what I mean by that. If you were in that ecosystem, Harry, if you were in their ecosystem, their new space, you would look at me like I had horns. You would look at Neil like Neil had horns. That's who they describe us at. So these people naturally vote that way. Look, there are, there are some diehards. Don't get me wrong. There are some people who just want to be that way. But most Americans that I meet, I sit in a Starbucks and I meet people and we have great conversation about kids and all of that. And then they find out that I'm this this real left wing progressive guy and they're shocked and they get a new vision of what yeah. humanity is. Right. It's yeah. about having people inform, Harry. Anything else you want to say real quickly before I move on? Also, I mentioned uh, I didn't mention Herman Cain. Um, I just, you know, a lot of those blacks that ran, black people realized that those blacks that ran were uh, polarizing uh, black people, and they just, and the black people were smart enough to see that those that list that I just laid out before the said bye bye, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they voted. Um, they they voted again. They they did not vote for them because they could see that those blacks were just opportunists, and they were not uh, voting for the masses of black people's interest. <laughs> they didn't have the masses of black people's interest um, uh, as far as um, what their, their interests and their concerns were. You're, about. Harry, Harry, you are uh, correct, and again, I need to move on. Harry, you're correct. I want to thank you first of all for calling in. Great guy. Love always hearing your voice. I need to run to Derek. Let's go ahead and jump. Thank you, brother. Have a good day. Derek, come on in. Derek, how are you doing? Hey, good morning. I just want to say quickly, y'all, let's give the politics uh, done right. I'm giving. Um, But I want to say, Michael Berry is a staunch hypocrite because black people voted to put him in office when he was city council. Oh, I didn't I know that. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, Michael Barry came to the black community, went to minister, uh, then minister Robert Muhammad at the nation. He would go there and try to go, go talk to in other black community uh, leaders in order to get to the, uh, gather the black vote during that time. Wow. You, you know what? I learned so much. I always tell people. Being a host of a show like Politics Done Right that really brings the public in is a learning experience. I didn't know that, Derek. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You know, right. but anyway, uh, you know, anyway, yeah. So the, go ahead, Neil. You want to say something? I, was just, I won't. I won't mention the person's name. I, re, I recall the name of a, re, a religious leader in town who who endorsed him, and um, you know. Um, right. I can't add on the call. <laughs> the call is absolutely right. And, uh, and, 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 uh, yes. Yeah. I'll, 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 <laughs> hey, I'll he, I've never seen Neil tr- not to say a particular word, not say something. I love <laughs> you, Neil. <laughs> and you know, what, what Michael, what, what we're talking, when we're on Michael Berry's terms, we're denying the prospect of multiracial democracy. I, I, right. I, I we don't want to, you know. I know we're talking about the here and now, but there's there's a there's a there's a philosophical or a larger. Uh, if if we're not free of, if we're not free thinkers because of the way we're born or our gender, then multiracial democracy doesn't work. So it's important, and so, so he's it's important to understand what they're trying to do, and it's important to understand that J- John Whitmire is aware that he has the support of folks like this and doesn't say, hey, I don't I don't want that. Right. I need to thank another person. Uh, thank you so kindly, John Schrager, for your contributions. We cannot do this without you. So, John and Anita, thank you so kindly. Anita Wadwa and, and John Schrager, thank you so kindly. Politics Done Right does not exist without you. 713-526-5738, extension numero uno. We need uh, quite a bit more folks. Uh, we have, consider coming in at... Uh, uh, five dollars a, 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 a month, like a coffee a month, two coffees a month, ten dollars a month, uh, three coffees a month, fifteen dollars a month. I'll tell you, 
I am a supporter of KPFT through Politics Done Right, not only by doing this show, but I'm also a $10 a month subscriber. I wish I could do more, but I give to many other, uh, many other organizations as well. And activism, as Neil can attest, isn't a way to hold, make a whole lot of money. <laughs> no, and, and let me add as a, 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 my own pitch. Um, I've, I've had the privilege of, of being here now, I think, for seven Thursdays as we proceed through this season. And Egberto makes clear to me, um, as we, we set up for a few minutes before, that the callers come first. Uh, the callers set the tone. There's a ton of preparation that's done. Um, Egberto is very much upholding, you know, um, his end of, 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 of the bargain. This is a great show. There's a lot of work that, that folks do to, um, programmers do to prepare for these things. It's very caller centric and, um, it's, it's a, it's a great investment if, if you're out there and then the geniuses, uh, volunteer. I mean, this, this is really a, this is citizen activism at work. And, and it does need support. Thank you so kindly for that, um, uh, Neil. Let's go ahead and, well, I'll wait for Jack to get the, the thing up. If he wants to throw them on because we're running so low on time, he can as well. Your choice, Jack. Um, anyhow, uh, 713-526-5738, extension one to donate. And we do need your contributions. You can also go to kpft.org. Let's go to Peter real quick. Peter, come on in. How are you doing this morning, Peter? Outstanding and good morning, Egberto and Mr. Aquino. How y'all doing? Good morning, my brother. Talk to me. Uh, you got about thirty seconds because we're going to have to go a, a bit quick, but that's fine. Go ahead, my brother. You can count on me, brother. So, uh, as you know, I'm Peter Feller, running for U.S. House. And long story short, I was just a little disappointed. Oh my God, you guys got the most beautiful FM radio station, and you're going to put a hater, a guy who's just reading a uh, right winger speech. So just that was my little criticism. Like, why are you going to give air to Michael Barry? If he wants to call in, fine. And all the guys that you know think the way he does, it would, it would kind of be like putting Dan Crenshaw like a speech that he <laughs> kind of wrote. It's like a right winger. Yeah, just that's my, Peter. my five cents. Uh, okay, thank you for that. Peter, I appreciate that. I appreciate the criticism, uh, rationale behind it. I wanted people to hear it in Barry's voice, not just me articulating. But I hear your, your commentary. Thank you so thank much. You. Hey Thank guys. you, brother. Peace. Let's go to Jeff. Come on in, Jeff, real quick. Hey, how are you, Egberto? I'm doing fine, brother Jeff. Talk to me. I just got a couple things to say. I'll make it quick. Uh, I know there's a lot of people throwing um, nasty things at Michael Berry, but if you look at his personal background, he's married, I think, to a, um, a, a Asian, Asian woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his kids are what? biracial yeah and they're adopted so i think i think you proved my point right that it's not about race that race is used as a tool you you're proving my point jeff you people are saying he's racist i don't think he is i listen to him i listen to both sides you Uh, and uh, and right you know different point of view I'm glad you said that because I want to correct something that I said. Uh, Jeff, 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 I'm glad you said that. I need to correct something here. I don't think I've ever said he's racist. If I said that, what I really wanted to say is he does racist things. All right. And, and, in, and it goes in the form. If you're using race as a tool, you can also do racist things. Don't you agree? I don't agree with that. I mean, I, I think that I don't think he's a racist or he uses racial tools. Now, I'll tell you I, what we'll do. About, I, like I tell you what. You go ahead. Get to your next topic because oh. I got to run to Pamela before. So go go to okay, it. Yeah. And then. Whitmire, what's wrong with being a pro police? I mean, you know, you were saying you get scared all the time. I mean, there's so many devices. They got cameras and everything. I wouldn't be, you know, I'm not a black man, but if, if I got pulled I got over and anything wrong. You know. I'm going to say something real quick to that because I got to go to Pamela and then we have to move on. But here's it, okay. my brother, Jeff. Let me, brother, Jeff, here's the deal. I, I, you have to sit down and have some coffee with me to see. You said you're not a black guy. Let me tell you, all black men know who Philando Castile is. Whenever you say just do the right things and all good things happen to you, they remember Philando Castile and they remember a few others. We'll talk about that another day in honesty and love. We talk. We, let's move on to Pamela. Pamela, come on in. Morning. I had to interject here. I've been around a long time, seen a lot of mayors, uh, a lot, a lot more um, 
Republican governors than, than we have had mayors. I'd love to see more. Yes. Republican governors. But anyway, when Bob Lanier was in, he he left office. He was a mentor to uh, to Sylvester Turner. Yes, he was. Republicans were Republicans back then. They were much different. They weren't as racial. They weren't, weren't as authoritarian. If we had more uh, politicians like Gene Green or Bob Lanier, we wouldn't be where we are now. Pamela, and if I had money, believe me, I'd pick your brain. I'd give at least a thousand bucks to pick your brain. If it comes along before long, I get an inheritance or whatever. I definitely will do so. But Pamela, love you, girl. Love you, girl, and thank you so kindly thank for your you. call. You have a wonderful day. All right, let's go to the, the the El Senor manager of the station, Sandy. Come on in, my brother. Good morning, Egberto. I hope everyone's doing well. Thursday morning. This is the final Thursday of our fall fun drive. We're going to wrap this all up on Sunday. And uh, it looks like John S. and Nita W. have already donated to the show, both from Houston. Thank you for that, getting us started early. And Anita went the sustaining route, which is great. We're really encouraging people to sign up on a sustaining basis. That means that you do a specific amount each month. In Anita's case, she could part with a $10 bill for KPFT every month, and that just stays there until you say no more. And Anita's pledge is going to be matched by a very generous anonymous donor with a $50 bill. So her $120 pledge, it became $170, just like that. And this is all going to wrap up Sunday. So if you're an Egberto fan, you listen in the mornings. Today and tomorrow, well, those are the last two weekdays. Tomorrow is Egberto's final fun drive show for the fall fun drive. Egberto, how do you feel about that? I am I'm excited because you know I, I you know I don't like fun drive, Sandy, but you know we have to do it to sustain the station. <laughs> and I want to give our uh, uh, I want to butter up Sandy a little bit. Sandy is doing all of this, uh, managing this entire station para nada for nothing volunteering to do that. And this is a huge job with spares coming from all directions. We deserve to have the support that we have in this uh, in, in this fund drive. So 713-526-5738, extension number, number one to donate now. That's all we can do. Too late to take any more calls. We need that, that funding right now. We need it now. Before I jump back to Sandy, I want to give uh, Brother Aquino a quick 15 seconds to close out. Great. Early voting ends tomorrow in our city elections. Election day is Tuesday. Then there'll be runoffs. The Houston Democracy Project uh, has council recommendations. You can Google it, neilaquino.com. Houston Democracy Project, thank you for having me on. And please donate to Egberto. Sandy? Yeah, I just want to say it's not for nothing, Egberto, that I donate my time and energy and you too and all the other volunteers. It's for the preservation and continuance of free speech media in the heart of Houston, Texas, KPFT. Come on, folks, 713-526-5738, option one, or kpft.org. Join John and join Anita, supporting politics done right. If you listen and you like it, well, you owe it to everybody else to do the deed. 713-526-5738, option one, or kpft.org. And again, a bright and early good morning to you, Egberto. You've been up a while, but uh, hey, I'm on my first cup of black coffee here. Oh well, I, I'm I'm glad to hear that, man. Let me let me just tell you, I think if people would think just like you're drinking a cup of coffee, why don't you get uh, KPFT in the name of politics and write a cup of coffee a month? Hey, five bucks a month, or maybe ten bucks a month. You know, I like I say, I I am a supporter Coffee's. of. <laughs> I got I'm supporter of two coffees, Sandy. Uh that that's all I can do right now with all the other things that I do. But you know what? I feel the responsibility, not only because I'm honored to have a program on a station that I love, but also because we we must have it. So those of you who are listening who can afford it, who uh, you know, for the listener that just is on, on dire straits. I, I don't want anything out of you. I want you to keep listening, but you can help us as well. You can go out there and tell people about this station. You can tell them KPFT exists. Hey, I listen to this in the morning. Why don't you listen to it too? And in the process, if you have the wherewithal, contribute to it as well.
That's what we're asking. 713-526-5738, extension number one. Look, we bring you great activists like Neil Aquino. And when I say great activists, it's not an hyperbole. He's out there speaking the word just like he acts the word. Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Come on, folks. Egberto gets up early. He makes this commitment and we're asking for you to do the same. There are about 60 people online right now. Just three or four of you would scroll on up and do the $5 a month trip. It would help out tremendously. Again, this is the final Thursday of the fun drive. One more politics done right within the fall drive tomorrow. Your chance to step up and show you love free speech along with everybody else that has done this. And oh, by the way, our sustaining pledgers, thank you so much. Some of them reached their 13th month yesterday. And with that, our funding total is now at $112,762. About $37,000 shy of our overall goal. Time to get there. If you will just call 713-526-5738 or click at kpft.org. Democracy Now! coming up with Amy Goodman. Derek, Derek, thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. My name is Egberto Willis. Way to go, man. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.